Welcome to Dig Deep, the mining podcast. In this podcast, we go deep into mining news, hot topics, and live interviews with mining professionals and leading figures in the mining industry. Introducing your host, Rob Tyson, founder and director of Mining International and Mining International Executive, a leading global mining recruitment and headhunting agency. Mining community, welcome back to another episode of the Dig Deep, the Mining Podcast. And today's guest is Tim Moody, who's the president and CEO of Pan Global Resources, um, who are a Vancouver-based junior resources company, actively engaged and focused on the discovery of uh, assets um, and commodities of like copper, tin, and other metal exploration in Spain. Um, Tim has over 30 years industry experience, with much of his career with Rio Tinto in such roles as Exploration Director and Vice President and Director of Business Development uh, for the company. Um, and company holds um, a few directorships of boards in a f- three different uh, mining companies. Um, so Tim's on the podcast today to give us an overview of Pan Global Resources um, and what mining is like in Spain and obviously tell us a little bit about some of the projects that they are, that they're working on. So that's... Um, that's welcome, Tim, to the podcast. How are you doing, Tim? Very good, Rob. Thanks for the introduction. No worries. Appreciate your time as well. Um, obviously, we met at a, uh, a conference a few months ago, um, and I was obviously keen to get you on to uh, onto the podcast um, because we have, I don't, from memory, I don't think we've or may may have had, but we don't have many uh, companies that are mining in Spain, so. That's why, uh, obviously, I wanted uh, wanted you to come on and tell us uh, tell us what you're doing. So, um, as we always start this podcast off, uh, wonder if you can just tell us a little bit about yourself, about your uh, about your career before we uh, start talking about uh, Pan Global. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I've actually probably been in the mining industry for, well over forty years. Uh, I, I began when I was about sixteen. <laughs> when I left, I gave I, I gave, so I, I gave you a few less years. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've uh, as you mentioned, I was 24 years with Rio Tinto. And then uh, after I left uh, Rio Tinto, as I uh, then uh, joined the board of a couple of companies and started my own private company uh, with some uh, with a couple of things in Spain, uh, which I then vended into Panglobal. And, and uh, they uh, subsequently asked if I would join, join the company as their CEO. So that's... Uh, that's where I got involved with with Pan Global. Um, yeah, so I, I guess some some of the relevant experience or background. I'm a geologist and geophysicist, um, but uh, 18 years of my time with Red Tinto were in exploration. I was uh, exploration director. I had global roles and sort of worked uh, worked in many parts of the world. Made a few uh, few discoveries along the way, uh, including um, uh, a period in um, in Spain. And Portugal, when I was asked to come and run the exploration after the, the Rio Tinto discovered the uh, Las Cruces deposit, um, so just north of Seville. So um, yeah, I lived in lived in Spain, ran the exploration in Spain and Portugal, mainly focused on on this sort of famous mineral belt called the Iberian Pirate Belt. Um, and uh, yeah, my team found another couple, uh, perhaps uh, two or three massive sulphide deposits, one of which has already been mined. Um, so yeah, I have some relevant background for the area where uh, uh, Pan Global is now now focused. 
Um, after I so moved from exploration in Rio Tinto, then went into business development, so sort of large M&A and uh, sort of public market transactions, you know, a bit of corporate strategy, that that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, um, here I am now with Pan Global. Um, I've been with the company, what, five or six years now, and uh, first uh, the first um, target we tested was a discovery. So So here we are. That's good to hear. So I just wonder if you can give us an overview of the company. Yep. Um obviously Pan Global Resources. Yeah, so so Pan Global uh is uh as you said, uh, we're listed in Canada in the Ventures Exchange. We're also on the QB in, in the US as well. Um we've we've focused on uh, copper exploration in Spain primarily. Uh, but we, uh, we we will look at other things. We are we do have some other medals with our project, um, and our main we have two two projects currently. But our main project and focus of exploration at the moment is in in southern Spain in the Iberian Pirate Belt, as as I mentioned. So uh, we've we've made a a new copper tin silver discovery. Uh, it's we it's still pre resource, but uh, it is quite advanced. Uh, we've got uh, over 150 drill holes into that uh, discovery, um, but we also have a lot of other targets as well as plenty of potential to uh, to grow the discovery that we've already made. So, you know, it, we've got a, a pretty exciting project uh, you know, on our hands. Um, it's, the discovery is going to grow, as I said. We're well-funded. Uh, we have uh, a pretty big exploration program underway already, 20,000 metre drill program, et cetera. So, uh, yeah, there's there's a lot to look forward to uh, for investors in, in the company. Well, uh, obviously, you mentioned that you're in southern Spain. What's that like as a mining jurisdiction? Um, and also, how's the permitting process in, in, that, in that area? Yeah, so th- this question I often get, and particularly... Uh, from the North American uh, investors and so on, who perhaps are less familiar with Europe or, or Spain in particular. Uh, but look, uh, the uh, Spain and particularly the Iberian Pirate Belt has a very long mining history. In fact, they've been you know, mining more or less continuously for three and a half thousand years in the Iberian Pirate Belt. You know, that's a, it is a sort of famous mineral belt. You know, it's um, it's got more of these sort of what they call super giant. Uh, volcanogenic massive sulfide deposits than any other VMS district anywhere in the world. So, yeah, it's a pretty prolific um, mining district. Uh, there's seven big operating mines in the area uh, today. With big companies like Lundin, First Quantum, now Sandfire, who, who's uh, bought three mines for $1.89 billion, uh, a couple of years ago. Um, so... You know, it is a very active mining area um, and permitting uh, is it's very good. This is a mining-friendly area of Spain um, and I think one of the best areas to be exploring in the world currently. Uh, you know, you, you can get things permitted pretty quickly compared to just about anywhere else in the world. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it's a great, great area to be in. Well, then just give us a, an update on the project and what stage you're at. Yeah, so uh, as I mentioned, we're we've been very much focused on our initial discovery, which is called La Romana. It's within our Escasena project area. It's about a five thousand seven hundred hectare area. Um, we've drilled. Well, I think we started hole number one five nine this this week. Uh, 
Um, and uh, yeah, we've we've got this. It's it's not at resource. We haven't published a resource yet, uh, but it's uh, we could publish a resource today if we wanted. But uh, we've we've really held back until we know how big the discovery is. So uh, we think it could grow a lot from where it is at the moment. We, in fact, we just announced a couple of weeks ago the access to a big farm that's given us uh, let's say that the the extension and the access to test. Um, that uh, the, the area where we think the deposit or the discovery could grow. Um, only, so that was only two weeks ago. So I, I'm pretty optimistic that this this year we can we can drill off that western extension. Um, we could see potential to add another thousand meters on top of the 1.2 kilometers of sort of strike length that we've already defined. Um, we can do that this year and then look to put a resource out sometime in the uh, first half of. of next year and what are your i suppose uh sort of near term and longer term plans for the uh, the actual project are you looking to maybe move into production construction and production yeah uh, yeah good good question so um at this stage our, our near term plans are to as i say uh, drill off that western extension of our discovery um you know it's uh, it's already Got a, you know, it looks like it's got some pretty significant size as it stands. You know, as I mentioned, we've drilled about 1.2 kilometres of near surface uh, copper mineralised copper tin and silver mineralisation. Uh, it's very simple geometry, etc. Uh, as I say, uh, it looks to be very well suited for an open pit. So, um, yeah, well, the plans are to to drill that western extension and then look to put out a resource. In terms, uh, we we could uh, we then look to put it into um, look for a mining permit potentially. Yeah, we'll complete a uh, PEA but, you know, um, before that, um, and then look to uh, yeah we could take this project all the way to production. We've certainly got um, a very experienced board with you know mine builders, um, mine finders, um, and our team on the ground includes two mining engineers, eight geologists, and so on. Um, the general managers got experience with uh, taking uh, projects from pre-resource through to production. He, he lived, he's in Spain and knows the permitting system uh, very well. So look, we we could take the project all the way to to uh, to production, um, and uh, yeah, we'll see how we go. We have we'll put the resource out first. Yeah, um, I wonder if you just tell us about the the recent metallurgy results uh, the company have announced. Yeah, uh, I'm glad you've asked that. The uh, yeah, the metallurgy results which we put out about sort of three or four weeks ago. Uh, these are what they call lock cycle tests. Uh, these are the sort of and on the copper mineralisation, and these are the sort of uh, detailed tests that best simulate what you might get in a commercial operation. So these are these are sort of quite uh, you know important uh, metallurgical test test results. Um, so what they've shown is we've got really excellent uh, uh, copper recovery, producing a very clean, high-grade concentrate. Um, and you know th that's compared to other other mines in the in the belt, um, and it seems to be much better than than you know, certainly uh, compares very favourably to to the other mines in the in the area. Um, but more importantly, um, the it seems to be coarser grain. So the the tests have shown that you know our, what they call the P80, which is the grind size, starts at about 106 microns, 
that compares with the P80s of some of the other mines of, say, 10 to 20 microns. Um, so that's a big deal. That means that translates into grinding energy and you know, energy is, it makes up a very big portion of the operating costs of these mines. So if you have to grind the, the material less, that's a potentially big, important um, uh, cost saving. So, yeah, uh, we don't have de any uh, uh, deleterious minerals to worry about. Um, it looks like we might get a silver, um, a payable silver um, amount from the from the copper concentrate. So those results were were really good, particularly when you compare compared to the other operations in in the district. So potentially highly desirable by those uh, those other operators um, in in the area, um, and should travel well. Yeah, and obviously talking about the the local area and the local region and the other. Why don't you just tell us about the, some of the other uh, mining companies that are operating pretty close by? And also the infrastructure around your project. Yeah, yeah. I should I should have added to the to metallurgy that um, we we're, we're also um, undertaking the tin metallurgy at the moment. Those tests test results will be out uh, hopefully in about two or three months. Um, you know, it's all cassiterite mineralisation, so that's very favourable. You know, it gives us a real you know, opportunity to um, to recover the tin as well. So uh, so watch out for for for, the, for that as well. Um, yeah, so in terms of the location and sort of infrastructure and so on, look, we're surrounded by some uh, other other operations and uh, yeah, development projects. Um, just to, about 20 kilometres to the west of us is Atalaya mining, the sort of big open pit uh, mine for copper. Um, that's probably the world's largest um, VMS deposit in the world. Um, they currently have about 200 million tonnes of reserves um, for the open pit. They mine uh, using pretty low cutoff, and um, you know, I think the reserve grade is about 0.39% copper. So it shows you what can be done in this this area, um, and it's a good it's something that we can reference as well in terms of mining costs, etc. Et for for our our project. Um, right next door to us is the uh, it are two old open pits uh, that were previously operated by Belidan. Now Group of Mexico have have that have those that area and they're looking to recommence construction of uh, mining in, in beneath the and uh, go underground beneath the uh, Los Frailes pit. Um, the expectation is that they're going to begin construction sometime this year. They're just waiting for one more permit as, as we understand it. So that's, I mean, the edge of one of those pits is 600 metres from our property boundary. So really close. Um, so that development will bring more infrastructure into into the into the area as well, uh, hopefully. And then about twelve kilometres to the east of our property boundary, first quantum of mining the Las Cruces deposit. Yeah, that was one of the world's highest grade open pit uh, copper mines. Uh, anyway, so um, they're now looking to uh, finish the open pit. Now looking to go underground. Uh, so uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see what their decision is whether they proceed with with that. Um, my understanding is they're they're already fully fully funded. So um, if you expand a bit beyond that, um, within about a forty kilometre radius, there are at least another three mines, the three three mines that are being operated by uh, Sandfire. So you know we're we're surrounded by mines. There's there's lots of infrastructure. We've got sealed road access to the property. Uh, Freeport has a smelter about seventy kilometres away. So um, yeah, this is more like a brownfield project, even though it's a greenfields discovery. 
Yeah. And what's, what would you say unique about mining in Spain to maybe some other jurisdictions that you've been involved yeah. in and, uh, and maybe other jurisdictions in Europe? What, what's probably, what would you say is unique about uh, mining in Spain? Yeah, well, I think perhaps more specifically where we are located in Spain because, you know, the, the different parts of Spain, you know, people have different experiences. But uh, where we are, you know, because there is such a long mining history, uh, yeah, people are used to it. You know, the nearest town to us is built on the edge of uh, an open pit. Um, you know, the, there's a sort of generations probably of uh, families that have worked in, in the mining industry. So, yeah, that that's a big big difference to say many other parts of the world where where uh, you know, there isn't that sort of history uh, to to lean on. Um, at the, I mentioned the permitting. Um, you know, I get asked a lot about uh, permitting, and uh, yeah, it's a big question anywhere in the world, not just uh, Spain. But I think there's a real advantage here in uh, in, in Spain. There's a, a one of the examples I point to of uh, a, a fast permitting. Um, example, let's say, was the Matza joint venture. This was the Trafigura um, Mabadla joint venture that's that, um, that now is owned by um, by Sandfire. Um, they discovered a deposit called the Magdalena deposit in, in the same belt we're working in. Um, in 2012, they drilled their first hole. That was put into production in 2015. So that that is very quick by any stance. Um, so to take from discovery through to production, you know, that was became a sort of 40 million tonne plus deposit. So um, there's a, there's an example if you need it to, to show how quickly things can be done. But I think uh, another development is that um, copper has been added to the list of critical minerals in Europe. Um, so one of the be potential benefits of that is um, at least our understanding is that what uh, they're looking at in Spain is is uh, whereas previously you'd have to get uh, permits from two um, ministries, they're looking to potentially put that un into one under one roof. So, you know, that would streamline the permitting process even further. Um, so, you know, I think I think that's something that really uh, it puts. Spain at an, at an advantage, at least where we're where we're operating. Um, yeah, I could go on, but that that probably just gives you a, bit of a taste. Yeah, I was just I was just going to carry on to say, obviously, the mining regulations in Spain seem very favourable. Is there yeah. is there any other any other um, anything else about the mining regulations that's going to be very positive for for any any mining companies looking to to move it, maybe move into Spain or already existing in Spain? Yeah, well, I, I think uh, because there is a mining history here, then, you know, you're not, it's, it's, uh, uh, that's a big advantage. It's not to say that you, you know, you, there's a, they skip any of the, the normal processes, environmental permitting and all that sort of thing. You've got to do all of that, that work well also. And sometimes things can be a bit bureaucratic. But you know, again, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. And I think uh, you know those people looking at, uh, and, and in fact, we know there's uh, there's been an increase in, in exploration activity in Spain in the last couple of years. That you know, this it, it's a it's a favourable mining area. Another uh, thing I I saw just recently is the Fraser Institute uh, report, 
Um, and you know, Spain's really sort of jumped up significantly on in terms of its ranking um, from where it was. So you know, sitting right now, down there at the bottom at one stage, but now it's it's really jumped uh, much higher. And I I think we'll see it move further up the list in terms of favorability and you know as a destination for for companies to to explore. Yeah. So let's uh, go back to uh, Pan Global. Um, yep. What's the, I suppose, financial situation of the company? What your, what are your budgets and plans and funding for the remainder of this year? Yeah. So at the end of uh, last year, we had about ten point two million in the bank. Um, you know, at the end of the, the uh, January, which is the end of the Canadian financial year, we had about eight point. Nine million, uh, I think it was some, uh, and our our budget for this year is was about eight and a half million uh, Canadian. So uh, we are fully funded for the year, um, and that and the plans included uh, provision for about twenty thousand meters of drilling. So um, yeah, the focus really is on you know, the Laramana discovery and expanding expanding that, um, but also. Uh, you know, that is to, the plan is to continue to test some of the sort of many other targets we've got in in our property, and we've you know we've got you know a dozen or more of uh, big targets within our Esca Senate project. Not to, not, not to forget our other project as well. So you know we we are target rich. Um, so I think two things that uh, that really could make a difference for the company is one. We prove that western extension of our discovery and you know, significantly grow that uh, that that uh, potential deposit. Um, and secondly, is to make another discovery. I mean, that would be a real step change for the for the company. And and I think that's really what's uh, also been attracting the interest from from our investors. Um, and also, I suppose looking at the management team, you mentioned you briefly mentioned the management team. Just wondering if you can just tell us um, who who is in the executive management team. Yeah, well, I, I guess firstly on the board we've got you know people like uh, Patrick Downey, who's, who's CEO of Orzone. He's built built mines before. He's, he's well known in the industry, very well regarded. Patrick Evans, also big company background. Um, you know, he's uh, he's currently the chairman of the company. Um, he's had a, a he's very well known, very well respected. Uh, I think he's he's sold seven of the companies he's been involved with, so uh, that's that's some measure of success. Um, yeah, uh, Bob Parsons, thirty five years head of natural resources for PwC. Yeah, when we've just taken on uh, Corinne Smith, uh, who's with, with with Newmont, who's um, who brings a lot of sort of market metal marketing and uh, yeah, public market experience to the board as well. So that's that's sort of more the board. Uh, not to forget Brian Kersner as well. Who's been financing uh, junior companies for a long, long period of time? Um, yeah, and then our team, our, our management team. Uh, yeah, we've got again very deep experience. Um, yeah, my own background, which you mentioned before, but the VP of Exploration, Jim Royal, uh, used to work for me in, in Rio Tinto. Uh, you know, he's got twenty-five years or so of, of experience. He lives in 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 Spain, uh, worked internationally as well. Uh, very experienced. Um, and a lot of experience in the geology team as well. And I mentioned the two mining engineers. So, you know, it's a it's a pretty good team for for a junior junior company. Uh, yeah, still at pre resource stage. And, yeah, it just shows that um, 
when when we uh, when the time comes, we could take this all the way through to to production. Yes, certainly. Um, and what should investors be watching out for? Um, and the news flow that you put out there. Yeah, so uh, I think uh, um, you know, I, I summarise this probably you know, you know, five or six sort of major catalysts that that I see um, that um, going forward. Um, you know, I mentioned the the land access um, that we got to got access to this big farm uh, uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that was that we saw that as a sort of important catalyst for us. But there is also another area. Um, just to the east of our discovery, which has a very big target on it as well. So, you know, I think um, getting access to that, you know, high priority, you know, gravity anomaly looks very similar to our Lara Mana discovery. Um, yeah, that uh, when we get that access, that should be a, a pretty important catalyst for us as well. Um, I think now that we've got access to that western area, uh, an additional catalyst will be the drill results that follow from that. And hopefully we can confirm that that copper mineralisation continues in, in that target. So, yeah, there's a lot of news flow to come from, from that, obviously. Um, then there's the, the drilling on, you know, the many other targets that we've got. Um, so at any time we could make another, another discovery. Um, that would be a really important uh, catalyst for us. Um, what else? There's the metallurgy test work. We've already got the first part of that with the copper results, which I mentioned were pretty good. But we've got the tin metallurgy to come and the variability test. So, so uh, yeah, that's something to look out for in the next sort of two to three months. Uh, yeah, and then there's just the ongoing exploration that we've we've got that uh, will generate additional use flow. Um, looking a bit further out, uh, if everything goes well. Um, we complete the drilling on the western extension of, of La Romana, then we could be looking at putting out a resource uh, sometime in the first half of, half of next year. And I think that could also be a you know, good, uh, a good uh, sort of catalyst for the price um, in the new year. Yeah. Um, why should investors sort of own uh, Pan Global Resources stock? Um, and why should they follow your story? Yeah, well, I think uh, having a, a copper deposit or copper discovery, something that could potentially be brought into production within the, the near term, next five to 10 years, say, when copper prices are expected to be sort of, uh, you know, really skyrocketing, at least that's the, the hope is that, you know, copper prices are going to have to increase if the, if, uh, the world's going to meet uh, the demand uh, the, uh, supply, the, the copper that the world's going to need for the, the green transition, uh, let's say the carbon zero uh, future that we're looking for. Um, so having a copper deposit in Europe, I think, gives a big advantage. Um, and uh, as I say, something with near-term uh, development potential in, in this region where copper is already recognised as a critical metal. Um, add to that that we've We've already got something significant. Even yeah, we're very close to putting out a resource. Um, so again, we've got something there that sort of, if you like, has sort of de-risked de the company somewhat. We've got something to backstop the value, if you like. Um, and but lots of upside on that discovery, as mentioned. We can oh. nearly double the, the strike length of it, um, and you know the prospects of additional discoveries as well. Um, Add to that this the discovery we've got. It's 
It's uh, got its very simple geometry. It's got favourable metallurgy. Yeah, lots of things. If you start to look at the checklist of what you'd want for a new uh, new uh, mining project, we check, we tick most of those boxes. Um, so, yeah, I th I think the prospects of us having a significant new copper discovery, something with near term production uh, potential, and the very strong potential to make additional discoveries are reasons why I think investors should really yeah, take a look at Pan Global if you're not already an investor. Um, but if you are, uh, why you should uh, stay and follow the story because uh, I think we're, we're, there's a, we're in for a pretty exciting time ahead of us. Yeah, certainly. And uh, concluding, what's the outlook for the remainder of the year going into next year? And is there anything else you, you would uh, like to add? Yeah, look, I think I think I've probably covered it. Uh, yeah, we should have some results coming out soon for a target that we we've uh, we've we've just uh, just finished drilling at called Kenyatta Honda. Um, yeah, that looks a really interesting uh, uh, target. Um, yeah, so hopefully there'll be some news out uh, in the next next few days on on that. Uh, but then we've got uh, drill, drill results to come from two other targets. We've been what, perhaps more than twenty drill holes. Uh, that we should be reporting for a target called Sarsita. We have big target as well. Um, and uh, we've got ongoing drilling at our Laramana discovery. We should have another batch of results from that soon as well. Uh, I mentioned the tin that tin metallurgy results. They're not they're probably a couple of months away, but yeah, that's something else to look forward to. Um, but I, I'm I'm really excited about this uh, this Ramana West target that where we're where we're drilling as well and um yeah we've already got teams on the ground there um yeah three geophysics crews doing gravity and ip and all that sort of thing and drilling should start maybe in two or three weeks time on that uh so there's a lot of news uh, that will come from from that as we sort of uh hopefully show and uh the the copper continues in that direction so i think that's that probably covers it. There's, yeah, you can see I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty uh, excited and pumped about the uh, about the the potential that uh, we've got ahead of us. It's a pretty exciting uh, period ahead. Yeah, Tim, really appreciate your time. Um, it seems obviously you've got so much going for you. You're in a great jurisdiction that I suppose many of our listeners may not know too much about um, mining in Spain, and you've sort of covered covered how how Bennett how beneficial and how um pro mining um the the country is and obviously with a long history very long history um and like you said you're in a great jurisdiction um and great region surrounded by other um mining companies that are, are doing great things so um really wish you all the best for the remainder of the year and uh perhaps you want to come on next year and give us a give us an update yeah, I look forward to that, Rob. Thanks very much. No worries. And also, um, if our audience wants to reach out to you, if they've uh, got any questions or want to follow your story and your progress, how can they go about doing that? Are you on social media platforms at all? Yes, we are. So uh, you can con look, check our website, uh, panglobalresources.com. Um, yeah, but we've uh, we're also we post regularly on you know, everything, Twitter, LinkedIn, etc. So we're um, yeah, you could contact, uh, just check our website. There's contact details there. You can register to get on our shareholder um, list, itself, or sorry, our uh, information list and, and receive updates uh, 
as well. So yeah, and we will include those in the show notes of companies as well for uh, easy access, uh, so they can uh, reach out to you and obviously follow Pan uh, Pan Global Resources story. So as I, as I mentioned, really appreciate your time. All the best for the remainder of the year. Um, and for those that are listening, hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, obviously, Spain looks a very good and exciting jurisdiction to to uh, do mining in. So um, appreciate if you can share this episode uh, to others within the mining industry. But as always, as I've always say now, if you can also pass this message on to um, or share this episode with people also outside of the mining industry who may be maybe looking to invest, who may, uh, and I suppose, educate people outside of the mining industry. And as I, as I, keep, as I keep asking and requesting, um, to obviously improve the branding of mining, um, it, it has to be done through education. And when we get guests on like Tim that, have, that are explaining what they're doing um, in, in, the, in their projects and what they're looking to achieve, um, we're only going to improve the, the image of, of mining and the brand of mining through sharing these episodes with people outside of the industry. So really appreciate your continued support. And until next time, happy mining. Thank you for listening. Remember to reach out to Rob via the show notes and be sure to subscribe and leave a review. Until next time, happy mining, helping each other to improve the mining industry.